You done looking at nudes? No, bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let me clear my history. That's why you just do it on the private page. So you don't have to do that. Uh, Obviously. <laughs> I must have read this morning, so my brain is just... It should be working fine. Huh? It should be working okay. I should have the post, not clarity. Yeah, you should have. But apparently not. You didn't get, go get another one. Sean. Yo, 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 yo. My name is Eddie, and I'm here with my heterosexual life mate, Sean C. Coming, coming to you live. I never know if you're going to say my name or if I have to say my name. You have to say your Cause name. Because, you know, here with, and it's like, do I say it or do you say it? And then, like, I look up and you're like, oh, you say it. And I'm like, oh, okay. We, we have done this for, we have done seven podcasts already. Yeah, sometimes you, you just say my name. Sometimes I have to say my All name. All right, three, two, one. Hey, my name is Eddie and this is my boy, Shauncey. Hey, why do you get to say my name? <sighs> I have a voice too, Eddie. No. You misogynistic asshole. You fucking feminist. <laughs> I watched Dave Chappelle last night. I can rip you a new one. <laughs> Are you a trans now? <coughs> Are you a transformer now? Do you feel like Optimus Prime? You, sh- you need to watch it, by the way. It's yeah. fantastic. I know. Actually, he gives the definition of feminism, and technically, we're all feminists, but... No, we are. Like, we are. We're it's pro-women. Crazy. Yeah. The things that we don't support the crazy shit. Pro-women's equal rights, yeah. <laughs> Dude, he fucking destroyed everything. He was like, this is my last special for uh, quite a while. He's like, because it's my fifth installment on Netflix. That's what we signed for. He's like, I'm all in. He's like, I'm about to fuck some people up. He doesn't just go in on trans people. I mean, he, he does a pretty good fucking number on them. But he goes in on gay people, which he always does. Goes in on black people, goes in on white people. I mean, at one point, he goes, I just blame the white people. <laughs> like, He's fucking hilarious, bro. I'm not dude, going to lie. I, He's the, a fucking masterpiece. Dude, a lot of people get pissed off at me because I joke a lot. Or, like, I don't really have a limit. Or I can't be offended. You know what I mean? And it's literally just because, like, I don't know. Comedy is my first nature. You know what I mean? Like, e- everything's equal opportunity to me. Well, I see. I I think like comedy, and like so. Com- I see. I think like comedy is like a sensible way to talk about like real problems. Yeah, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. So it gives you the right to like talk about shit and talk and tell talk shit. Yeah, without having too many repercussions. As if somebody just wants to like talk the truth. Yeah, without comedy, then you're just a fucking asshole. Dude, it, we live in crazy times, man. We really do live in crazy times, and I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. <coughs> I don't really know, like, how. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, like, if you're so passionate about <coughs> some stuff, but it's not the trendy stuff, then you're wrong. You have to be like passionate about. 
things that what do you call it like popular popular like popular beliefs yeah. mm -hmm. and if you're against yeah, some they, of those then you're just an asshole <clears throat> man Which, i remember whenever all the <clears throat> all the blackout stuff happened for uh black lives matter on like instagram and all that where everybody posted the blackout the black pictures picture. and didn't post for a day or whatever there would literally be some people like bigger people you know that would like post that in support and then like they just wouldn't know that you're supposed to you're not supposed to post anything after that or whatever so like they posted that and then, like a few hours later they went back to like their normal posts and stuff and people were just like calling them out like you're not supposed to do that you piece of shit and, like all this stuff and it's like bro what <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> you know what i mean like but that's the thing like, so, i'm in you, support and, and you're fucking beating me down for it but you hit it on the spot okay i'm supporting something but i don't know about that stuff too i mean they have a that's an issue too well i mean they didn't they didn't know that you were supposed to not post for the rest of but the that's day. what i'm saying i mean you want to give your support but you don't you don't even know what you're supporting to you know what i mean yeah so it's like you're just doing it for the to be popular and get the likes and stuff maybe it's not like uh -huh. really and i'm not saying everybody i'm just saying it sounds like that or like if somebody doesn't post it <clears throat> exactly you're against it or something yeah or if somebody just continues their regular posting they just get shit all over and it's like why do i have to put my beliefs online <laughs> you know yeah. like you know what i mean like uh which and everybody's like oh if you're silent about something then you're part of the problem you're like Bro, I, I vote. But like, <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Like, the fuck you mean? And the thing is, like, and that's the reason we're talking about stoicism today. Because, like, it's crazy and it's good that we touch on these things because I see too many people just get offended by nothing. Yeah. In all honesty, it's just, it's just I need to be offended. I need to be a victim. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Victim, victim, victim. And the biggest thing, dude, is just like we talk about men issues and men problems. And it seems that if we talk about men, now we're misogynistic. Right. If we talk about men and help men, now we hate women. If we talk about men or if we talk about like more, more myself, because I'm the one that does no more posting when it comes to like extreme stuff that will be seen as stream. But the thing is that once you understand female nature and modern female nature you as a man can protect yourself more because what i've seen and this is just what i've seen from like the dating on the dating stuff hmm. you can be a nice good man and i see it a lot a lot of men are just being like fuck this like i'm supposed to do all these things and then get ghosted or i'm supposed to do all these things and they'll get a call back. Right. I'm supposed to do all these things and nothing is going to happen. But I'm supposed to do these things. And it's just like at some point you just get tired of it. And now that I'm talking about these things to men and I'm telling guys, hey, listen, you don't have to do all these things for women. Now I'm an asshole. Yeah. And I say these things because I've been there. Yeah. I don't say these things just to be an asshole. I see these things because I see them firsthand. Right. Where I put the attention, I put the effort, I put all these things in. Dude, it's kind of like whenever you first meet somebody. <clears throat> if you ever, like, just meet somebody on the street, like, do you automatically trust them? No. 
Do you automatically, like, respect the hell out of them? Nope. Do you automatically sing their praise? There's a certain time of respect that you give, but it's, it's just... Uh, no, yeah. But, you know what I mean. I, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Do you, like, do you respect them because you know them so well? No. Right. Do you... Are you going to go out of your way to do, like, anything that they absolutely need you to do? Nope. Are you going to hand them a $100 bill and trust them with it? Nope. Right. Because you've got to know that they're even worth it. So, dating is literally the same thing. Yeah. You don't want to fucking put all your eggs in one basket just to get ghosted, because that's the popular thing now. Yeah. 100%. It is. And it's really shitty, because it's really easy to just say, hey, man... I'm not feeling it. And the thing, man, is like we're not being responsible <clears throat> about ourselves. That's like right. the biggest thing. We're not being responsible about ourselves. Um, what I say with that is just like if you have issues and you keep dating the same type of people, it's not about the people that you're dating. Right. It's all about yourself and who you're attracting. Uh, but I see it a lot that – and I brought dating – because it's like the most common thing where men and women have contact. And the thing is like, dude, like if let's say if, and I talk to somebody, to one of my friends and I'm like, dude, like first dates, don't take him to fucking restaurants. Don't waste your money. Take him to get a cup of coffee. Yeah, dude, go get coffee. Christmas time's coming up. Go look at yeah, some Christmas lights. Exactly. Just, just, something, <clears throat> just something cheap. Something that you don't have to go all out of your way or you have to like... Cheap and intimate. Exactly. That you can actually have a conversation. A conversation. Yeah. Because most of the times I see like... And I did it before, dude. I remember one time I ex- I spent like almost like $150, dude. Yeah. On the first date. We went for drinks. We started drinking, drinking. And we didn't really catch how many drinks we had. We were just having a good time. And when the, t- uh, when the fucking ticket came in, it was like 150 I was like, holy shit. So I paid for it. She didn't even offer like, to pay for half or anything. And then second date, and after the second date, nothing. So I realized I was like, so I spent almost like $250 on two fucking dates to get nowhere. Yeah. So from now on. When you could have just hung out a couple times. Exactly. And yeah. So from now on, it's just like coffee. Mm-hmm. You want to get to know me? Coffee. You want to do this? Coffee. <clears throat> and when I say this to men, dude, it's like, oh, no, but you're supposed to do this for us. And blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, we, we, we don't. Yeah. Not on these days, dude. Not nowadays. <clears throat> Back then, we have more values and we have more morals. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Because you knew women appreciated that shit. Right. There was more appreciation for what men needed to do. Right. You know? Take you on a date, take you to the burger spot, or like somewhere. We pay for shit. Of course we pay for shit. We did all these things for women because that was our thing. We want to get married, we want to have kids, we want to have a family. Right. Nowadays, family doesn't have value, dude. No. There's no value in family. Families are accidents now. Yeah. Family happens when it's like, oh, fuck. The condom broke. Or I wasn't quick enough to pull out. Yeah. I mean, for real, families are accidents. Now. Yeah. Nobody, nobody. Including mine. I mean. Nobody wants to know? get married. Nobody wants to have kids. Like, nobody looks up to that anymore. And, and and what I'm trying to say is, like, it's not that you have to. 
but family is really important and more when you grow older mm-hmm. as you grow older you you understand more the value of a family right as a man and as a woman when you're like 50 60 years old if you didn't have any kids who's going to take care of you you know there's not going to be anybody looking out for you <clears throat> and that's just the reality the older you get the more you need you're more dependent on other people right you know and i don't know man it's 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 crazy it's crazy it's wild out here it's wild dude i'm just like i can understand some guys when they're like dude like fuck dating they really fuck dating yeah because like there's just too many hurt people from both sides on yeah. both sides. I'm not going to say, like, women are the... Nah, not dude. Both sides, because both Men sides... Men do just... shitty shit. Shitty shit. Men do shitty stuff. Women do shitty stuff. Like... And we're just hurting each other. I start, like, coming yeah. together and be, like, really working on the problems. Yep. And again, that's the reason we chose <clears throat> stoicism. Right, Chauncey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is stoicism, dude? Man, stoicism... Stoicism. 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 <laughs> Stoicism. Stoicism. Stoicism is the development of self-control and fortitude as a means of overcoming destructive emotions. Okay. Uh, built on the four pillars of wisdom, justice, courage, and moderation. Um, it's also in layman's terms, being conscious of our impulses and emotions you okay. know, and not reacting. So in your own words, how will you describe that? I just did. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you like, <laughs> yeah, I'll repeat it. Being conscious of our impulses no, I, and emotions. I say it, and your own words. That was my own words. Oh, that was your own words? Yeah. Okay. That sounds so like, I just said that sounded like a dictionary. No, explanation. that wasn't on a dictionary. The first one was okay. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's learning how to act and not react. <clears throat> it's staying calm within the storm. Was that your own words, or did you read that online? That's my own words. <laughs> no, that's the Webster. <laughs> I just read it on Webster's. <laughs> Let me download it right now. <laughs> I it? keep a pocket manual <clears throat> in my back pocket. Did you how, did you find good quotes? I did find some good quotes. How many quotes did you find? I have like four. Four? Do those look long too? Can I just go ahead and get my one out of the way? Yeah. And so, you know the funny thing is this one actually happened. I was listening to a podcast even before we even decided on stoicism or anything like that. I was listening to a podcast. And shit, at this point, I can't even tell you who it was. Mike McCastle. Who's that? He's not he's he's the one who said the quote on a podcast with Mark Bell last week. Oh, it's um, Marcus Aurelius? Did I get so many from Marcus Aurelius? What? Your quote. Yeah, Marcus Aurelius. But uh Mike McCastle was on um Mark Bell Power Project and he was He's an endurance trainer who teaches people how to be calm under 
pressure and stuff like that. Um, specifically, he was talking about training people who were uh, Antarctica survivor survivalists and stuff like that. And he was like teaching them how to be under pressure. And it just so happened that this quote went with what he was talking about. And then whenever he said stoicism, I was like, oh, shit, that quote goes with this, too. <laughs> so he said, the closer a man is to a calmer mind, the closer a man is to strength, which is Marcus Aurelius, which Aurelius, he, he's, Aurelius whatever. He said it in um, his oldest language. He's like near and blah blah. So the closer a man is to a calmer mind, the closer a man is to strength. So what does that mean to you? Well, I mean, he was kind of talking about it in a physical way, where in the Antarctica he has to train people because if you start sweating in in the Antarctica and it's negative degrees, you die because you get hypothermia because you sweat and you get wet and you die immediately, almost immediately. So you have to learn how to control your breathing under uh, adrenaline, adrenaline spikes, basically, because adrenaline makes your heart rush and it makes you uh, sweat. So he was talking about it in like a physical way. But with stoicism, it's like, to me, if you're more relaxed about situations that you can't control, you can control the other things better. So like the outcome. Yeah. Because, I mean, say you get in a car crash, just hypothetically. We'll just say you get in a car crash. Car crash happened. What's done is done. You can't control that at all. But what you can control is how you react to helping the other people that got in the car crash, how you react to uh, emergency responses, you know, all of that stuff. Like, And you got to be calm through that because there's a lot to go on. So if you're taking a minute to soak it in and be like, okay, what needs to be done? Then you get to focus on everything else that you can control versus saying, God damn it. I wish they wouldn't have fucking hit me or wish they wouldn't have pulled out in front of me. Now this fucker's going to die and I don't know what to do. And someone come help us, you know, like instead of doing that, like you, you actually know that you need to stay calm and just fucking get in there and get it done. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just like the whole point of stoicism is learning how to how to act instead of react. Yeah. In your words. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Webster Dictionary. <laughs> so I have a couple. I actually, I sent you like three videos. Did you watch them? No, you didn't. I watched one this morning, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's cool. I did because I actually forgot to watch them. Yeah, that's fine. I really do. So I saw one, one of the videos talks a lot about like, uh, basically a lot of different quotes about stoicism. Right. And bro, like I was listening to it at first. I, I thought it was just like a motivational conversation until I really put attention to what he was saying. So it was just a bunch of quotes that if you really, if you really listen to them, it's like, again, it's only a quote, but it's, it seemed like it was just a motivational Speech, right? Let's say. So I found one that says, "Dead smile, dead smiles to us all. All men can do smile back." So right. we know we're gonna die one day. It's gonna happen. So there's no point for us to be like sad about it or like upset. Just like live your life, basically. Right. Have another one. This is it says, 
I am calm, while the storm is raging around me. So, with that being said, you decide how you act to the adversity that is going around you. You can either act as a victim, I mean react as a victim, or act with strength and take action of the things that are happening and see where you can go with that adversity, what you can learn. This one is from Marcus Aurelius. When you arise in the morning, think what a privilege, what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. Of course, when you do not bad, I mean it's, it's a good thing, it's a good way to think. But when you're in a bad situation, let's say depression or that type of stuff, of course you can't. It's just not possible. But it's a good one once you become more healthy, mentally healthy, because, like, yeah, you have to be uh, grateful of waking up in the morning or having another opportunity to do the things that you want to do. I think you can do some of that stuff with depression. No, I mean, you can, but at a certain level, because a lot of people... Yeah, when but I like, think those smaller levels really grow into the bigger levels. Yeah. What I meant, Sean... It's like whenever you're in a really deep state of depression, it's not so easy to... Be grateful to wake up. Exactly. Yeah. It's what actually, I mean it's actually it's, a burden. Yeah. But I think you can... But I get what you're saying. You can be grateful to, for the people around you. Right? No. Not no. really. We're going to talk about... Every case? Depends on the case. <laughs> no, depends on the case. I mean, you're, real, you're right. Depends on the case. What I'm talking is just like whenever you're in a really deep state of depression, it's really hard for you to think positive stuff. Right. Like it's just. That's why I think it's good though to even read shit like that. I mean, yeah. Because then it's like, well, what do I have to be grateful for? Because something is going to stick. Yeah. Right. So in my own experience, like listening to stuff and reading stuff, that kind of like stop helped me to stop being so depressed. And then the last one from Marcus Aurelius too. If you are distressed by anything external, the pain is not due to the thing itself, but to your estimate of it, but to your estimate of it. And this you have to and this you have the power to revoke at any moment. Right. So again, learning how to act and not react. Because reactions is more like the emotional side. Yeah. That will be a reaction. And an action will be like more like the rational thing to do. Right, because you actually take a second to think about what's going on. Exactly. So, when it comes to like your life, I mean, I know this kind of like pretty new to you. But when it comes to like your life, like how do you see stoicism help you? I was actually thinking about that while I was doing the homework and stuff. Because um, I often talk back about going through my divorce and basically all of 2019 and um, six, seven months of 2020 or sorry, all of 2018 and six or seven months of 2019. And I actually had a gratitude journal okay, because it helped, it helped keep me grounded. Because even though, like, I mean, I wouldn't say that I had, like, 
know you're not supposed to like compare it to anybody else, but I wouldn't say that I had like crippling depression or anything like that, but it was definitely hard to not try to escape from everything, you know? So I did, um, I did keep a journal at that time. There's pretty wicked shit in there. <laughs> I got rid of them, but cause I just, I don't have any reason to look back on it now. I just don't. Because I know what I wrote. I don't need anybody else to know what I wrote. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, journaling helped me a lot. And I think that's a good um, way to practice stoicism. And then, um, I've got like a good fucking angry side. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is funny, dude, because you you have the angry side because of your warrior. What we talked before, you're more of a warrior archetype. Yeah. And me, myself, I'm more emotional. Right. Because I'm more of a thinker. I'm more of a emotional person. Yeah. So I'm really more of a magician and the lover archetype. And I see the, like the difference between me and you. Like yeah. they're pretty clear. It's pretty clear that like the differences. Yeah. And even as you show me your videos, rapping and all this stuff, I can see the big difference between me and you. Because back then I wouldn't do that type of stuff. I wouldn't even have the balls to do that type of stuff. You did. And it, it's a it's a good compliment and a good way to like see the difference of how you can use stoicism and things, even though depending on like your your archetype of your energy. So when it comes to like rage and like all those emotions, like how how does it help you? Uh, well, I have a kid now. I'm in a relationship now. I'm not. <laughs> uh, in my past relationship, I was definitely more. It was a bad match already, so there was a lot of fighting already. And, like, just, like, all the stress of that fighting already. Like, everything was already so tense. Like, all of the fucking time. Couldn't say anything without a fight happening. And so... After I got divorced, I was like, what can I learn from this? Because I knew that if I didn't... Take responsibility for anything, it was going to happen again. So I actually had to like think about my habits and everything and try to change those. Uh, and one of those was being more relaxed and not letting other things get to me as much. And I don't want to say like, I don't want to say becoming more closed off or cold to anything. It was just more of like, if it doesn't affect me or somebody close to me, I don't give a fuck about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like to some people that was like a little harsh. Some people didn't like that. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, or if somebody brings their drama to me, like, that's not my drama. Why do I care? You know what I mean? Like, this isn't even a real fucking problem. Why are you bringing this to me? 
I understand that you need to talk, but you're not talking. You're bitching. Right. Go away. Because I don't need that. Not right now. If you want to actually talk and get to the bottom of something, come back. That's fine. But if you just come over here to fucking complain about everything, I don't need to hear any of that. And sorry if it makes me sound like a fucking dick, but... And I'm more open to it now. I'll listen to somebody, bitch. I don't care. And that's why I don't talk to him. (laughs) But it's just like... You're not actually trying to change anything, so I don't want to fucking hear it. Mm -hmm. Because that's not what's going to inspire me. And if you're not inspiring me, I'm not giving that energy back to inspire you. It's not my job to hold the fucking weight. So... Learning that not everything has to be my problem... And that I don't have to put up with everything that doesn't actually involve me or anybody close to me with any resolve. Let it go. Yeah. So, I mean, I still have a temper now. Not like, not like if we're out in public, you're going to piss me off or anything. Like, it's pretty hard to, (laughs) it's pretty hard to do that. But like, if you're close to me and you know what gets under my skin, I still have a fucking temper. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So in my own experience, so instead of doing, sorry, no, instead good. of, uh, just, you know, being like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want to, you know, or leaving or whatever. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to go in the other room. <laughs> like, I don't need to talk right now. No. You know, so let me go do something to calm yourself and not even really calm myself, but it's really just like, let me go do something to distract my mind from thinking about everything that just happened and then I'll come back to it because this isn't going to do anybody any favors right now. Yeah. I'm only going to make it worse. I promise. No. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm going to burn this fucking boat to the fucking water. (laughs) I promise. You see one of the fucking shirt press (laughs) in that school. Yes. (laughs) Now, which is like to me, dude, in my own experience, like I said before, I'm more of a, I'm more emotional. And I have to learn how to like, deal with my emotions. And, like, stoicism has helped me a lot because I can actually take a second, think about what's going on, and just understand that not all the, not all the stuff is my fault. Right. And give myself more credit whenever I'm, like, uh, when things happen. And when I say emotional, so we talk about, I talk about, about my codependencies, I mean, codependent traits. And one of the codependent traits that I have, or that was the one that was the most um, dominant, was people pleasing and trying to make everything like trying to make everyone to like me and things like that. And when that didn't happen, or somebody will like stop talking, especially women. When somebody like when a woman will start stop talking to me and things like that, that will destroy me. They really like I, that. I will be just like destructed. I will be just like fuck. Right. But now, since I've been working on those things, and now that I use a stoicism, I'm more calm. So when things like that happen, I'm just like, hmm. it's not like it, I don't feel the emotions, because I'm, I'm still have to feel those emotions, whatever is going on. But I don't react to them. I actually act on them. I'm okay. Well, if you don't want to be here, that's fine. Like you say, bye. When I keep moving, I'm going to keep doing my own things. So, I don't use my emotions 
to victimize myself. I don't use my emotions to like feel just like shit about myself. It's more of a I harness those emotions because I know I'm supposed to feel those emotions. I go through the emotions and then I get rid of those emotions. Then I feel more calm. I feel more more at peace. And it does and that's one of, that's on the dating side. And then on the people side, on the friendships or stuff like that, like if somebody wants to attack me or say something or this or that, I'm just like I'm more I'm more like it really doesn't bother me when people want to attack me. Or want to say talk shit, right? Like it really doesn't. Because back then I would be, I would try to like talk louder, louder, and just get emotional about it and just be like, "Whoa, you feel like fuck you," you know. Now I don't. And when there is confrontation, when I have confrontations with people, this is what I tell them: If you want to have a conversation, we can have a conversation. If we're not gonna get to a point where we can get together and have the same views. We're not supposed to, but I'm not going to get mad. Right. If you don't want to get what I'm trying to say, that's fine. You know, I know where my life is going. So, and I have people tell me like, dude, like you're more stoic. You're more, it doesn't seem like things bother you. And I'm like, well, listen, like my life is my life. I'm responsible about my life. Right. You're responsible about your life. If you don't want to change, that's not on me. That's on you. I'm changing my life because that's my responsibility. I can't help you if you want the help. But I'm not going to do it for you. And I realize that it's not my responsibility as codependent. It's not my responsibility to change everybody. Right. Everybody is responsible for their lives. My only responsibility is me. So when somebody doesn't want my help, instead of getting emotional and all those things, I'm just like, gotta move on, man. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. I'm not gonna fight. I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna get into a position where I have to be like, fuck you. Like, no, I don't have to. I don't have to. I'm not gonna be disrespectful. Like, I'm not. And if you raise your voice at me, I'm going to tell you to lower it. I'm going to put my boundaries. And you have to respect that. And if you can respect that, then I'm just going to walk away. All right. So, I feel like stoicism is the biggest power that you can harness. See, that's a big difference between you and me. You what? fucking raise your voice at me, I'll smack the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play that shit. You're not going to sun me today. Well, the thing is, just like I, I don't, I don't, I don't see a point, bro. Like, it's not like if somebody tries to like uh, nah, want to fight me, I'm I will fight him. I'm a warrior, bro. We're, no, me- we're measuring dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's just like that. That to me doesn't make sense. Like, if you want to fight me, if you really want to fight me, and there's no way out, I'll fucking fight you. Yeah. But if I don't have to, I'm not going to. That doesn't make me a pussy. That doesn't make me somebody doesn't want to fight. You just like, I don't no, that makes you stronger than me. I don't need to. <laughs> I mean, I just don't need to. I don't see a point. Yeah. When it comes to like getting physical, you know, I'm just gonna walk away. That's my biggest power. Yeah. Walking away. It is. You know. But again, like, 
It's something that you just practice. It's something that you use. It's like it's something that you have to practice like every day, every day, because every day we get hit with adversity. Every day there's adversity, and the more you learn how to act on it and not react, it's better. Because like, I mean, you like, and nowadays with the things that are going on, everybody's just a fucking victim. They just like to react to shit. Yeah. Instead of like being responsible about themselves, you know, it's just like I'm gonna get offended at something that this fucker said, and I'm gonna try to m make sure that he knows what I think. And it's like, I mean, if you really have a strong opinion, or you really think <clears throat> that you can make a difference in the world, what about instead of like bitching about it, you do something about it? Yeah. End up better. Because I have a lot of people that comment on my shit. But they don't do shit. Right. It's like kind of like whenever... And we talked about this before. Like on sporting events. Uh, let's say LeBron James. He misses a shot. A three-pointer. That guy sucks. And he's a fat <laughs> guy sitting on a fucking couch doing nothing. Yeah. And he feels like he's better than... That he can tell a professional athlete yeah. that he sucks when he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> to do that to me is amazing. Yeah. You know? People use one It's amazing that we have that privilege. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you're in person, you're going to tell, and you're going to sit there at Lakeside at, I don't know, is he on the Lakers now or something? I think, I don't know. Sit on the fucking side of the Lakers LeBron you suck you think he's gonna fucking care let's go with MMA fighters bro dude has one of the fucking <laughs> let's talk uh, about god let's, people are just so stupid let's go with MMA fighters okay when one of those fighters lose what the people oh fucking loser and blah blah and you say in front of the computer in front of the TV and stuff say in person he will fuck you up Dude, you know the you know the crazy thing about most of those fighters though, most of them are really stoic. No, they are. Most of them like are very calm in situations yeah. like that, and they know that they could literally fucking kill you with a punch. Well, dude, some of them have to register their fucking hands because those are weapon of their weapons. They are. They're trained to fucking kill, like kill fucking people. kill you. Yeah. So not everybody's like Conor McGregor and just tries to fight whoever. Exactly. That dude's just a fucking clown i'm sad that he's even irish hey that's your people that's your cousin uh, bro fuck him bro Basically, i like conor mcgregor but he's too cocky for me too dude he's he's a dick fuck him <laughs> so good on him for getting money though i mean yeah man so good, you on, have good on his wife for actually caring about him do you have anything to add dude because we have a lot no of man because i mean that that like that comes around to the question of why is it important for men to be stoic? You know, like you said, to control your reactions, which is the first thing that I've even got down here. Um, and to come with that, I saw in an uh, uh, article or whatever that I read that was really good. It says, do not deny the emotion of anger. Instead, deny the power anger has. And ask, where does the anger come from? And I was like, 
that's a pretty good explanation because being stoic doesn't mean that you ignore the emotion. Mm -hmm. It means that you ignore your initial reaction to the emotion because you haven't even felt the actual emotion or know why the emotion arised in the first place yet. Yep. Um, so for that, you really need to know yourself. Yeah. Understand yourself, how you basically know your triggers. triggers. Yeah. And we're not talking about like triggers, like how people use triggers right now. We're talking about like health, like mental health triggers. Yeah. Like if somebody says something and it automatically pisses you off. Exactly. Or if somebody says something and it automatically makes you sad. It's because he brings a trauma from the back that you haven't healed. You haven't done that work. So. It's basically our inner selves are the only source of real happiness, right? Because people die, so you've only got them for a certain amount of time. Never know when they're going to go. Your bank account grows, it gets smaller, it grows, it gets smaller. You could go bankrupt. And stories, okay, keep going, sorry. But it's a choice to be positive about things you can control. And choose to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not like choosing to be happy, but it's like choosing to stay in a place of calmness and peacefulness. Because, of course, I mean, if something negative, negative happened, you have to feel the emotion. So you can say yeah. you, you have to be happy, but you can be calm. You can be peaceful. And then, of course, then the happiness will come. Uh and now you talk about debt and stuff. I saw one that enriches. I saw one that says that the happy man is not the one that has everything, but the one that lives with what he needs, the only things that he needs. Yeah. So it's not about the riches. It's not about the material stuff. It's not about like anything else. It's about just being you by yourself with, I don't know, just having food or just having water to drink or like be happy for the things that you have. At that right. moment, and be grateful, be peaceful, being calm without wanting to have the riches that you don't have yet because you're worrying about something that you don't have. So that causes stress, that causes like anxiety and stuff because you're unhappy that you don't have those things when you should be happy that you have at least the bare minimum, or right. at least the minimum, or at least the things that you need, you know. So there is a lot of things when it comes to stoicism that you have to work on. One is emotion side. The other one is just like who you are as a person. Right. Who you are as a member of a community. Dude, and most people are so fast-paced. So many people are grounded in their social media accounts that... They don't even know exactly who they are, Mm -hmm. what they like to do, what brings them happiness, what brings them peace. Like they're so busy hanging out with people every day, going to the bar on the weekends, fucking watching TV all night and all day. Like my main goal, I talked about um, being calmer through my divorce and everything. My main goal was to be able to go to sleep at night 
and be totally okay that I was alone in my own head. Because if you can't fucking live with yourself in your own head, you can't, if you can't sit in bed at night, no music, no TV, no nothing, and just be like, fuck yeah, then you got some shit to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's just how I thought of it. Because it was like, fuck, I can't even sit in a room by myself and be comfortable. You ever sat in a room with yourself and been uncomfortable? Uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. The one person that you have for your whole fucking life is yourself. From beginning to end, all you have is you. And you can't even sit in a fucking room by yourself. Yeah. I've been there. So that was my first goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that had to do with dealing with my own fucking problems, my own triggers, my own. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Am I using it to escape? Am I doing it because I like it? Like, you got to deal with all this shit first. And then once you see those cycles, once you see those impulses, you can change them. But I think it's easier just to, like, put band-aids on top of oh, yeah. those things and instead of, like, really working on those things. Because I see a lot of people coming up with different challenges every fucking week. Do it every fucking day. Just coming with different challenges and coming with different challenges. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to challenge myself to do this and I'm going to challenge. But for what fucking reason? Dude, I've used the gym as therapy. It doesn't work like that. No. It doesn't. You don't release your emotional trauma through physicality. It Which doesn't work like that. It's very momentary. Dude, and the saddest part is like... If you really think about it, everybody, everyone is fucking damaged, bro. Everyone. We're like, we are the worst generation. I mean, not only us, but millennials and now gen, like, what is it? Gen Z or generation Z? Who knows? But like, we are the most fucked up people. Like, we are the most fucked up people. Because we don't have morals. We don't have values. We don't even value values, dude. Right. We pretend that we're happy and we're we not. laugh at values. Yeah. We pretend that we're happy. Yeah. And dude, we're fucking not. We're not fucking happy. Like, and I see dude, this. Dude, we're so fucking unhappy that it's cool to joke about depression. Exactly. That has always pissed me off. And dude, like, I see this on, always. Like, I see this on men and women. And there's a difference between, like, men will hide their, their happiness with materialistic shit. So money, house, cars, all those things, alcohol, and things like that. But if you want to, if like, so this is going to, this is going to be funny, I guess, kind of fucked up too. But if you want to know uh, the mental state of a woman, if she mentions that she drinks, you know, she's unhappy. Like, if she drinks on a regular, stuff like that, that's just to, like, basically put a patch or just a band-aid over the stuff that she needs to deal with. Men, we work out. Again, we do. We try to be alphas. We pretend to be alphas. When inside, we're just a bunch of little boys that haven't healed any traumas. Mm -hmm. So, it's sad 
it's really sad, man. Like, it's really sad. Because there's a bunch of happy women that call themselves independent and strong. And there is a bunch of alpha males that are a bunch of fucking idiots. And we're used, we are used basically fucking each other up, man. We're just fucking each other up. I honestly, myself, I'm honestly with the fucking dating side, dude. I'm like, why? I put the effort, I put the time. For what fucking reason? You think that things are going to go great because everything seems that it's going great? And all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, never mind. Because I didn't like your blue shoes. Or I didn't like the way you say this. And there is no more compromise. There is no more we're going to work things together. There is no more love is not perfect. It's always about like, oh, everything has to be perfect and I need to feel love and I need to feel all these things. And if I don't feel these things, then it's not real. Well, who told you that? Who told you that everything was supposed to be perfect? Who told you that everything was supposed to be like, oh, just roses and... Who told yeah. you that shit? It's not. And you had, you're in a relationship. You had to compromise a lot. for the, uh, So you can have a good family, a good wife. And so your kid can, has more, can have more opportunities to be a healthy kid growing up. But it comes with bad times. It comes with great times. It's not just, oh, everything is fucking cool. Everything is just fucking great. And that's the thing that people don't understand, dude. Like, they're always going to be pain. But you choose to stick with that person. You choose to stick with that person because you know between the two of you, you can do great things. So it's just, it's just, uh, it's sad, man. Like, honestly, honestly, it's really sad. Because I see more and more men just be like, fuck this shit. And the same with women. Yeah. And instead of like really healing each other, instead of like coming together and be like, you know what? Maybe we fucked up. Maybe we fucked up on these things. Maybe roles are actually good. Maybe independence is good too. But to a certain level. Right. I'm not saying that women can't be independent. They can. They have the chance to be independent. But that comes with a... Uh, that comes with a... It's just like... You cannot do you cannot do or have everything you want in life. That's not going to happen. You can have a family... And put all the love and time to that family... And have a profession. You can't. You're either the one or the other one. And that's the reason we men and women have different roles. Because if we want to have a good family, I'm going to be the provider, I'm going to be the protector, I'm going to be these things. So my woman can be the nurturer, can be this and that. That doesn't make her less of a woman. That doesn't make her less of an independent, strong woman. But if we really want to have strong families, if we really want to have, if we really want to end with all this victimizing shit and, and just the fucking... All the bullshit, dude, because it's just fucking hypocrisy, bullshit. It's all about my feelings. It's all about how I feel. 
And it's like, oh, we accept everybody, but we don't accept you if you don't think the same way we do. So at the end of the day, it's like, do you really accept everybody or do you some you just accept people that are <clears throat> cool with your shit? Yep. So you're not accepting, you're not loving. You're just a hypocrite. And I mean that's I guess that's a that's a great thing for men to be stoic because it's a lot to handle, dude. It's a lot to handle. And like I mentioned before, women think that we or life is just fucking easy and we don't have to worry about shit. We don't have to like we just you know life is just life just hands us everything because we're men. And it's actually the whole fucking different thing, dude. We have more pressure. We do have more pressure because we have to provide. We have to... Mm-hmm. We have to... We have to fucking conquer the world so we can actually have a person with us, a partner. So we can show that we're valuable as men. Because if we don't do that, we're just fucking losers. We're just, we're just deadbeats. We're just shitty men. So it's just, I don't know. I guess I went too too much on the rant, but <laughs> it's sad, man. Honestly, it makes me sad. Yeah, it really makes me sad that there is no more. I don't know, like really coming together and and talk about shit that we're supposed to talk and just be honest about it instead of getting on our feelings. Be like, oh shit, like I didn't see it that way. No, right. sorry. And from both sides, dude, men and women, men and women, because we're both fucked up. We're both fucked up. I know. Because I was really fucked up myself. And I had to heal myself. So I know how manipulative and pieces of shit we can be. And at the same time, I see, like, same things on the other side. But now, like, me being more stoic is just more... I try to live more peaceful. That's all I can say. Right. You know, be more at peace with the things that are going. And if I cannot control them and stuff, then I'm not going to worry about it. And that's Eddie's rant. So. I guess we can kind of put the... uh, sections of how to practice stoicism and actionables together a little. Yep. Um, How would you begin to even, if somebody was like, well, how do I become more stoic? Like, what what would you even say? Because it's It's tricky. It's tricky, you know, it's because it's, it really is like a mindset and a reflective the first thing I will say is that you need to know yourself. And what's wrong with you. You have to like really, really... And I said this before. You need to know yourself to the point that you know where your trigger, your triggers are. Uh, if you're suffering from mental issues and stuff like that, you have to work on those. Or be knowledgeable about those things. So you can actually know where the actions of people or stuff will actually trigger you. Uh, so that's one. 
the other one is just like basically like everyday life, everyday adversity, you know? Oh, shit, I don't have hot water. Or I ran out of milk. Or, oh, fuck, I forgot to do this. Instead of like getting pissed off, I was like, okay, I forgot about it. So, why should I get mad? Is there any reason for me to get mad about it? No, I just forgot about it. Okay, next time I'm going to make a list. And I won't forget. Or one of your co-workers came at you with a bad attitude. And you're like, you know what, man? Like, fuck you. Don't talk to me like that. Just yeah. relax and be like, what's going on? And he's just going to keep being an asshole? And what I've done in that situation, because I work with the same four, five, six, seven, eight people every day. Nine people every day. There's ten of us. That's it. Just ten dudes. And it's like, someone's going to be in a bad mood every now and then, you know? So, last week, one of my drivers was in a bad mood. And I was just like, alright, just don't bug him today. <laughs> you know, like normally I'd be joking around with him, making fun of him a little bit, you know, on his ass. But I was like, you know what? He's fine. <laughs> he's got some shit he's got to go through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't need to add to that. No. So I'll just I'll just let him be and when he's ready to come out of his shell and joke around, he will. But it's not my job to make it worse or better. So it's just like controlling yourself, uh again. Know how to act and not react. Right. So let's say somebody like I don't know, your friend comes at you and he's just like with this bad energy, bad attitude talking to you, like disrespectful, you just be like, Hey, listen, calm down. Like, don't reflect that energy back. Right. Just calm down. You want to talk about it? We can talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? I don't need this. So, it comes with a lot of, a lot of, uh, again, try to stay calm, even on the, even in the storm. Trying to learn how to breathe, learn how to meditate, learn how to, like, just be, just understand that things are going to happen. Right. Dude, I like that old, um, well, I guess it's not really that old, but it's, it's, you'll see it pop up on, like, Facebook every now and then. I've probably seen it for the past 10 fucking years now. It's, like, learn how to be water instead of a can of Coke. Mm. Learn how to be a bottle of water instead of a can of Coke. And it's like, well, what do you mean? And it's like, well, if you shake the water up, you open it, it stays water. Mm-hmm. You shake a can of Coke up and you open it and it fucking explodes. Yeah. So learn how to keep your shit cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've always liked that. And it doesn't mean that you're going to get it right out of the back. No. No, no like that's... And you're not going to hit it perfect every time. Nope. <laughs> no, dude. Someone's still going to get you fucked up. Exactly. <laughs> but like... Just understand the situation. Because that's another thing. Understand the situations that are going on around you. If you can understand what situation is going around you, then you can actually take a second, think, and act. Don't react. Act. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anything else you want to add, man? I still think that um, journaling is a good one. Oh, shit. Journaling? I still yeah. think that journaling, especially in the morning. Why in the morning? Because it starts your day out. How do you feel? Do you feel better than you did yesterday? What are you grateful for? 
if you, it's kind of like speaking things into existence, right? So if you wake up, you're in a neutral mood, right? If you talk about positive things in the morning right off the bat, more likely to be in a better mood, which means you're more likely to attract more positive things, right? So I've always been big on gratitude journaling. I haven't physically sat down to do it enough in the past probably year, but I for two or three years I did it every morning. I just got out of the habit of it. I don't know. Fuck me, right? Let's go. <laughs> what is wrong with you? A lot. So, yeah, man. It's hard. I mean, it's not hard. It has its difficulties. But the more you practice, the easier it becomes. Right. So all I said is just practice, 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 practice. I know we haven't talked about this a lot. But I think that therapy helps, too. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about therapy. Uh, We haven't really talked about therapy at all. Yeah, therapy, dude. I honestly can say that therapy helps a lot because of my own experience. It's really something that really changed my life. Like, has really changed my life. Because who I was two years ago to who I am today... I'm a completely different person. Do you, do you think that you got to know yourself and your triggers better? I do. They, they kind of lead you into figuring out what your triggers were and why they were? Mm-hmm. Do you think that that helped with uh, your emotions? Yep, a lot. Do you think that helped with reacting to situations? Yes. So I'm going to give this experience now while we're talking about this. <laughs> okay? Okay. And this is something that just happened to me last night. Okay. So, as me being codependent, did I talk about codependency before? And how I don't think you've ever talked about codependency. No, my codependent is. I didn't even know that you were codependent. Are you sure? Yeah. Did you know I got a divorce? <laughs> uh, no, man. Really? When? Yeah, I've only talked about it every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, with my codependency and how it developed, basically it is... Uh, I'm always looking for love. I'm always trying to like feel love and get love from other people. If I don't get that, then I feel like I'm worth nothing. I'm just not valuable. I just don't have any worth. So with that being said, if I didn't have the attention of people, if I didn't have... uh, I mean, if if I didn't feel like women were attracted to me or things like that, that will distract me a lot, especially women. I'm going to go with especially women. So, uh, I was, I would always look for their, uh, what is the word I'm looking for, dude? I'm trying to remember. Validation. Okay. Always, always looking for women's validation. And when I didn't get that validation, I would just feel like, I mean, I will get depressed. I will be sad. I will be, you know. And then when I got the validation, then I will be. I will attach myself to that validation. And I will, like, I will do things to get that validation no matter what. So I will be, like, the super nice guy, super uh, 
people pleasing. Like I would just do everything that I could so they could they would be happy and they would never get mad at me. I was trying to be like use this and trying to not cause problems, walking on eggshells. Just be like super nice so they will never be mad at me. Because if they are mad at me, then I'm I'm bad. You know, and I will get on my feels. And uh, well, that changed a lot. The more I started dating, the more I started going on on dates and just the experiences. Just getting some rejections. Of course, it felt like it felt really bad, but it was like, you know, start feeling less and less bad. And once I learn more about my my triggers, as we talk, my uh, the things that the things that I knew were my issues, my own issues. Then I was able to like look back to all those relationships and be like, hmm, that was actually my fault. It had nothing to do with them. It had everything to do with me. Because I'm acting this way. And I'm acting this way. And I'm acting this way. So once I learned that, then when I came into another relationship, I will be more aware of myself. Not them, but myself. And then once I became more aware of myself, and I've never got it right. I mean, I'm still missing, you know. But being more more aware, I was like, oh shit, like, wait, I'm doing this. So we have to like step on the brakes and see where we're going. And well, I've been seeing this girl for the past, what's it, like two or three months? Mm-hmm. So I was seeing this girl for the past two or three months, and to me, it seems that everything was going good, you know? I know we never had, like, those serious conversations, but I thought they were going to come with time, and yeah. once we took things more serious. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy the ride. I'm going to enjoy the time that I'm with her. I'm going to enjoy everything. And when we get to talk about serious things, that's fine. And, well, last night... Uh, we were supposed to hang out, but we ended up just ended, ending stuff, ending things. And as I was coming home, I was as, as I was driving home, I, st- I started to have this feeling about like feeling sad and victimizing myself, and I'm just gonna be alone the rest of my life, and I'm just gonna be, you know, never gonna have a family, never gonna have kids. It's never gonna happen to me. And then I became conscious of it, and I was like, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Let's think about this, okay? Yeah, she was a good person. But you know there were things that you didn't really like. So don't put all the blame on you. Let's be more reasonable about it. Let's be more rational about it. And let's really think about things. Instead of like you crying and be like, I'm a victim, blah, blah, blah. I'm such a good man. and I'm just a victim because I'm such a good man. No, like, just think about it. So as I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, well, you know, it had ups, it had downs. I like this. I didn't like this. So I guess at the end of the day, if we didn't really put, like, the time and effort to talk and have the uh, the hard conversations, I guess we really weren't meant to be together, you know? Or we were, I don't know. But it's something that I cannot control anymore. Because her feelings are her feelings. And I cannot control her feelings. 
Yeah. Of what she's thinking. All I can control is how I think and how I react to them. Of course, I could stay more time and talk to her and be like trying to convince her that we couldn't make it work. But at some point, you need to realize that you have to walk away. You have to step away. You have to be stoic to actually walk away and be like, listen, I know I did what I could. I know my intentions are good. I see you this way. I wanted to get in a relationship and do things serious with you. But if you don't see me that way, I'm just going to bounce. You know? And of course, she hits me. She hit me with, the, hey, let's be friends. Let's just be friends. And I'm like, no. And that was the reason I can be your friend is because I'm already invested. I already have feelings for you. I don't see you as a friend. I see you as something more. But again, if you don't see me that way, that's fine. It is what it is. And I could have made myself like a victim again. I could have been like sad and this and that. But at the end of the day, I decided how I was going to react to it and move on. You know? Right. And thinking about it, like being stoic actually helped me to come home and think about stuff, feel the emotions. Because, of course, man, I got sad, you know? It's the end of a relationship. It's the end of something. I mean, it's not It's not like I'm going to see her again. I might, I might not. It's not like I'm going to hear from her a bit. I might, I might not. But at the end of the day, it's something that I have to like put on the back now. Which, I'm going to miss the texts. I'm going to mix this. I'm going to mix that. Yeah, of course. But I have to be rational and I have to be stoic about it. So I can work on the things that are important at this moment. Right. Because that thing is not important anymore. That just went to the back burner. Now I have to be stoic so I can continue doing this with you. So I can continue working on the projects that we have. Working on the things that we have. That are actually giving meaning to my life. That is actually giving something that I can be grateful. That I can wake up to. That I can just be like, this is important to me. This is what brings me happiness. This is what brings me life. This is what brings me joy. You know, not a relationship, but something that is actually helping people, helping myself, helping you. So that's the power of stoicism. Not being controlled from what's going around you, but staying control within yourself to control what you can and continue living your life. I mean, everybody can be a victim, man. Everybody can be a victim. But that's your decision. If you want to be a victim or you want to be a conqueror. And in order for you to conquer stuff, you need to learn how to act and not react. So how's that, Chauncey? That was fantastic. I'm just being honest, man. Honestly, it's not like I'm not hurt. Honestly, it's not like I don't have those feelings. Of course I do. I'm a fucking human being. I have those feelings. Yeah. But again, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. There's nothing else I can do. You can only control what you can control, and what you can control is yourself, baby. Exactly. So with that being said, guys, work on practices and 
Practicism. <laughs> Work on practicism, man. Did I mention that I'm Mexican and English is my second language? No, I actually haven't. This is the first time? It's the first time. Oh, sorry, guys. So, I'm Eddie. I was born in California, but I was raised in Mexico. So, yeah, English is my second language. So, if I talk like this, that's because it's my accent. Why were you born in California? I don't know, man. My dad, my mom, and dad decided that. That's weird. Alright. Whatever. But yeah. So anything you want to add to that, Sean? Uh I'm Sean. I wasn't born in California, thank God. And uh <laughs> uh you might hear me talk about it a few times. Uh, uh I'm divorced and remarried. <laughs> um and I have a kid. <laughs> I meant to the fucking t- topic that and we're talking about. If you uh, if you need me, the Instagram is at that mf shanzi because I am that motherfucker shanzi. And my name is underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore because I am underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore. So if you need me, I'm not there. <laughs> Well, guys, we're gonna end the we're gonna end this episode with live your fucking life, do the best you can, be a great man, uh, conquer your fears, conquer everything that you need, work on your goals, work on your visions, and do great things for your community. Work hard and fucking kill it. Yeah, and don't forget you're a bottle of water, not a can of coke, baby. Bye, guys. Okay, bye.